Hello everybody. I am Tanya Pandey and I welcome you to today's episode of Courts This Week on Live Law. To be on top of all the latest legal developments, subscribe to Live Law and become a part of the Live Law family. We will begin the episode with judgments from the Supreme Court and then cover important judgments from other courts across India. The Supreme Court on 27th October ordered the constitution of an independent expert committee to look into the allegations of widespread and targeted surveillance of politicians, journalists, activists, etc. using the Pegasus spyware. The functioning of the committee will be overseen by retired Supreme Court judge Justice R V Ravindran. The court has asked the committee to investigate the matter expeditiously. The matter will be listed after 8 weeks. The judgment pronounced by the Chief Justice of India N V Ramana said that the court was constituted to pass this order due to compelling circumstances. Stressing that the mental health of a person cannot be compressed into a one-size-fits-all approach. The Supreme Court has criticized a high court judgment for terming a person who died by suicide a weakling. The bench of justices D.Y. Chandrachud and B.V. Nagaratna was considering an appeal against the order passed by the Karnataka High Court in which the court had quashed the FIR registered against special land acquisition officer under section 306 read with section 34 of IPC on the ground that continuation of the prosecution would be a travesty of justice and be a sheer waste of time. besides requiring the accused respondent to undergo the rigors of the lengthy trial while allowing the appeal and setting aside the high court's judgment the apex court observed that the observations describing the manner in which a depressed person ought to have behaved deeply diminishes the gravity of mental health issues the supreme court has observed that failure of the government to communicate rejection of a detainee's representation in a time bound manner is sufficient to vitiate the order of detention passed under the national security act the bench of justices dy chandrachur vikram nath and bv nagaratna said that the detainee has right to have his representation considered expeditiously failing which the detention order would be invalidated this right would ring hollow without a corollary right of the detainee to receive a timely communication from the government on the status of its representation be it an acceptance or a rejection the bench said the supreme court has observed that requirement under section 15 capital a of scst prevention of atrocities act of issuing notice of a court proceeding to a victim or a dependent is mandatory the bench of justices dy chandrachur and bv nagaratna observed that as per this requirement a reasonable and timely notice must be issued to the victim or their dependent Under Section 15, Capital A, Clause 3, a victim or his dependent shall have the right to reasonable, accurate, and timely notice of any court proceeding, including any bail application, and the special public prosecutor or the state government shall inform the victim about any proceedings under this Act. This observation came while the top court was considering an appeal against a Rajasthan High Court order granting bail to an accused under the SCST Act. The court held that there has been a fundamental infraction of the provisions of section 15 capital A of the SCST Act by the High Court in not issuing notice to the complainant as he was entitled to be heard in any proceeding under the Act. The Supreme Court has held that the embargo for grant of bail under section 43 capital D clause 5 of the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act will not be attracted if the charge sheet does not reveal a prima facie case. 
the bench of justices ajay rastogi and abhay s oka who is deciding the case of bail related to kerala students faha fasal and alan suhabi who were charged under the uapa over alleged links to a banned maoist group while the special nia court granted them bail after noting that the charge sheet did not reveal a prima facie case against them the high court on appeal reversed those findings the high court set aside the bail granted to twaha but sustained allen's bail on consideration of his medical condition of depression and younger age the supreme court allowed twaha's appeal against the high court judgment and dismissed nia's appeal against the bail granted to allen the court also noted that stringent conditions had been imposed by the special court for bail accordingly the special court's order was restored and the high court's judgment was set aside the supreme court has observed that the dishonor of check issued as a security can also attract offense under section 138 of the negotiable instruments act there cannot be a hard and fast rule that a check which is issued as security can never be presented by the drawee of the check the bench of justices mr shah and as gopanna observed the court added that such contention would arise only in a circumstance where the debt has not become recoverable and the check issued as security has not matured and be presented for recovery of the amount if the due date agreed for payment of the debt has not arrived the court noted that the check though issued as security at the point when the loan was advanced it was issued as an assurance to repay the amount after the debt becomes due for repayment the supreme court has held that a suit for permanent injunction in respect of a vaxx property has to be filed before the vaxx tribunal and not the civil court to say that the tribunal will have jurisdiction only if the subject property is disputed to be a vaxx property and not if it is admitted to be a vaxx property is indigestible in the teeth of section 83 clause 1 the bench of justices himan gupta and v ramasubramanian observed The court also added that the Vaxx Tribunal will have power to issue temporary injunctions under Order 39, Rule 1 of the CPC. The court also observed that a question as to the nature of the Vaxx and whether the plaintiff is a beneficiary of the Vaxx has also arisen in this case. This question has necessarily to be decided by the tribunal and not the civil court. The bench said while allowing the appeal, it has been held. that when parties deliberately put their agreement into writing it is conclusively presumed between themselves and their privies that they intended the writing to form a full and final statement of their intentions and one which should be placed beyond the reach of future controversy bad faith and treacherous memory this observation was made by a bench of justices l nageshwar rao sanjeev khanna and b r gavai while dealing with a case involving the validity of the term of a partnership deed in this case the court examined the contention of the plaintiff and defendants in light of sections 91 and 92 of the evidence act and held that if a document has been produced to prove its terms under section 91 the provisions of section 92 come into operation for the purpose of excluding evidence of any oral agreement or statement for the purpose of contradicting varying adding or subtracting from its own terms Let us now go over judgments from the high courts and other courts. The Delhi High Court has listed a batch of pleas seeking recognition and registration of same-sex marriages under the law for final hearing on November 30th. The bench of Chief Justice D N Patel and Justice Jyoti Singh was hearing a bunch of petitions seeking registration of marriages 
of LGBTQIA couples under the Hindu Marriage Act. It was argued that the language used in the Hindu Marriage Act is gender neutral and it doesn't explicitly prohibit the marriages of same-sex couples. Solicitor General Tushar Mehta, appearing for the central government, contended that spouse means husband and wife and marriage is a term associated with heterosexual couples. The Kerala High Court has recently reaffirmed that an appeal to a division bench cannot lie against an ad interim order passed by a single judge when the main writ petition is still pending before the judge. A division bench of Justices P.B. Suresh Kumar and C.S. Sudha, while dismissing such an appeal, remarked that such orders cannot be impugned in an appeal under Section 5, Clause 1 of the Kerala High Court Act, 1958. For if appeals against such orders are entertained, the appellate court would be usurping the original jurisdiction of the High Court under Article 226 of the Constitution. Accordingly, the appeal was dismissed as not maintainable. The Allahabad High Court has observed that live-in relationships are required to be viewed from the lens of personal autonomy rather than the notions of social morality. The bench of Justices Pritinkar Divakar and Ashutosh Shivastav made this observation while dealing with two protection pleas filed by interfaith live-in couples. The court at the outset underscored that the right to life enshrined under Article 21 of the Constitution of India is liable to be protected at all costs. Therefore, the court ordered that in the event the petitioners approached the police authorities complaining of any threat to their life and liberty, the police authorities shall perform their duties as expected from them under law. The Punjab and Haryana High Court has observed that a prisoner cannot be deprived of attending an important family event owing to the reason that immediate relatives usually take care of the family members of the person under incarceration. Justice Anup Chitkara made this observation while dealing with a petition filed by a prisoner undergoing his sentence seeking the grant of parole on the ground of attending a family marriage. The court, while allowing the petition, added that parole would be subject to the condition that the petitioner shall surrender all weapons, firearms, ammunition, if any, along with the arms license to the concerned authority during the release period and shall not repeat or commit any offence. A Delhi court of Special Judge Sanjeev Agarwal on 30th October rejected the bail application filed by Avanta Group promoter Gautam Thapar in connection with the Yes Bank loan fraud case. The court had sent Thapar to judicial custody after an application was filed on behalf of the Enforcement Directorate. An Enforcement Case Information Report ECIR, was registered against Gautam Thapar, Messrs Avanta Realty Limited, Messrs Oyster Buildwell Private Limited and others, alleging criminal breach of trust, cheating, criminal conspiracy and forgery for diversion and misappropriation of public money during the period 2017 to 2019, thereby causing losses to the tune of Rs 466.51 crores to Yes Bank. With this, we come to the end of today's episode. Thank you for joining us. I am Tanya Pandey for Live Law and you are watching Quotes this week. Have a wonderful day. Subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon to never miss a video from Live Law.